Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 678, recorded live on April 3rd, 2021. And here are your hosts, man who hopefully had a good Passover, Dave Poulet. Hey! And the man who is hopefully going to have a good Easter, Andy Lowe. Hi. Happy Easter, Andy. A couple hours early, but still. Yep. What's the, is there is there a is there a name for the Saturday before Easter or no? I mean, there's Good Friday. Yes. And then there's Easter Sunday. Let's see. What is the day between Good between Good Friday and Easter? It is Holy Saturday. Oh, it's it's Black Saturday. Also known as Easter Eve, Easter Even, or the Saturday before Easter. <laughs> Why is Good Friday Good Friday? Like, isn't that a bad day? Uh, it is okay, and called Joyous Saturday or the Saturday of Light, the final day of Holy Week between Good Friday and Easter Sunday when Christians prepare for the latter. Uh, the day commemorates the heroine of hell while Jesus Christ's body lay in the tomb. The what? The heroine, the heroine of, hell. of hell. There's a wiki wormhole to go down. <laughs> The harrowing of hell was the descent of Christ into hell. Jesus triumphantly granted salvation to the righteous who had previously died. Man, that had to suck for everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no one told us if we were good, we could get out of here. What the hell is it? Oh, oh. (laughs) The story first appears clearly in the gospel of Nicodemus. Oh, hey, I know that name. Nicodemus is a character in uh, Dresden Files, probably based on Nicodemus. Claimed to have been derived from an original Hebrew work written by Nicodemus, who appears in the Gospel of John as an associate of Jesus. Okay. Ah, it's one of those works that's (laughs) not, you know... Not not strictly in the Bible, but like loosely associated with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Passover was good, to, to answer your question. Okay. It was really good, actually. My parents came in. Nice. Um, they are both fully vaxxed. And so we had a non-Seder Seder, uh, where my parents were here, and then our like small social bubble, um, the, the friends that I have here that I actually like see in person, and I, I guess we've all like assumed the risk of each other, uh, they came over. And so the, uh, was it four, five, six, seven of us, the seven of us sat down and like had a meal together. We made a turkey and we made haroset and we had matzah and we had horseradish and it was really good. And then we stayed up talking until like 1145 at night because we were in person having like a dinner and that just hasn't been a thing for so long. That we we could not stop ourselves. <clears throat> Have you hidden eggs for tomorrow? Do you hide eggs? Uh, I, I that's up to Kate. That part I don't know. Eggs tomorrow? I don't know. Are we doing eggs tomorrow? No, no, I mean, like hiding eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> Kate's Kate's response was, "Oh shit! I should probably hide those." <laughs> 
maybe, maybe, possibly, probably. Maybe. You know, yeah. just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> I I got to um take part slightly in that today. Uh which is to say I didn't hide eggs, but I, I got to watch the kids while the parents did the shopping to get the eggs and put stuff in the eggs and get ready to hide the eggs. And then they are hiding them this evening. Uh, they actually started hiding them just as I left Basically their place. We the eggs. We'd Pathfinder. Okay. She's not very good at finding them. <laughs> she, she's literally just putting, like, eggs on the floor here. <laughs> wow. So hard to find them. Okay. We'll see how this goes tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So that's, but that's tomorrow, right? And yes. Passover was last week. But in yes. the meantime, between Passover and Easter this year was another holiday. It was an internet holiday. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite internet holidays of the year. In fact, really the only internet holiday <laughs> I was going to say, what, what other internet holidays are there? There, there really aren't. This one is just, it, it's such a good thing. Like, it, it can bring such, like, lightheartedness and feelings of joy. And I'm speaking, of course, of April Fools. It's just, it's a corporate takeover now. I mean... Yes, but is that a bad thing? Like, so what if it's a corporate takeover? It gives corporations, uh, mostly gives like the PR people at corporations, like a chance to have fun. And in most cases, to make fun of themselves. That's true. Like, aren't those the best ones where they're like, yeah, we recognize this and we're going to lampshade ourselves uh, because like this is just an amusing thing that we can do. Like, so we, we at, at work, we actually have two. We have an internal set and an external set. Um, and the external April Fool's jokes this year were things like, you can now use emojis in my chart. Oh, jeez. So when you're communicating with your doctor, you can use, like, the vomit emoji. Or, like, the really happy emoji. You know, like, or there's something wrong with my heart. You put a little heart emoji. Um, so those, that was one of the external ones. Another one was that we had partnered with Tesla for, um, a, a like autonomous clinic, like the clinic would drive to you. Um, it was the Tesla model E. Uh, and then the last one was a, a filter for our video chat that we have built into the system for virtual visits that would, you know, the, the cat lawyer, Mm-hmm. A dog doctor. <laughs> that it, it turns your doctor into a dog so that you can, you know, like ideally for pediatrics. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's adorable. So those were the external ones. The internal ones, some of them I'm not going to talk about because like you, you have to work there and, and understand the culture to get the joke. And it's like super inside baseball. Uh, but one thing that they posted was a, a set of false jobs on an internal mirror of our actual careers website uh, because we have a, a new building that we are building called Mystery. 
And the new building is themed after like classic murder mystery stories. So like the whole building looks like the mansion from Clue. So okay. here are the job openings. Mysterious woman. <laughs> professor. Wealthy widow or will- widower. Housekeeper. Pipe smoker. And butler. And they like they did a full like here's the background. Here's the minimum. Here's the uh, description of it. So like mysterious woman background. All majors considered language degree preferred at minimum mastery of French accent for the wealthy widow or widower background. At least eight million dollars USD in assets. Professor penchant for drinking expensive libations acceptable. PhD in chemistry preferred. Someone with a working knowledge of the chemical makeup of common household toxins is suited to this role. <clears throat> like, that's just, that's, ah, oh, it was, is good. I like that, that companies can make fun of themselves for things like that. Did you see any good ones this year? Um, not really, no. <clears throat> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, I, I <laughs> am just, you know, April Fool's itself is just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to carry the same weight as it used to. Andy, come on. Zoom adding a Battle Royale feature called Zoom Royale. Razor announcing a hair dye, an RGB hair dye, which <laughs> honestly looks friggin' awesome uh, and would be, like, impossible. Uh, especially because they're talking about, like, nanotech, but, like... God, just, it's so, come on. I just, I didn't really, you know, seek out the April Fool's stuff on April Fool's Day. So I Okay, so what? You can still enjoy them. Eh. Eh? I, like, I'm, I just, okay, you know, I'm going down this list going, okay, that's sort (laughs) of funny. That one's sort of funny. Okay, sure. I mean, you know, the the, you know. the smart Legos that move out of your way. I'm just like I said, I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm just over April Fool's Day. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, for I, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, That's, this, this man, is kind I, of I don't know what happened. Margin. Yeah, because like Monoprice came out with a sit squat desk instead of a sit stand desk. I like it's great. That's it's humorous. It's a joke. I don't know. I'm just not really in a laughing mood. It seems. Man, I'm sorry to be you. <laughs> the blue kazoo, hundred thousand piece, all blue jigsaw puzzle. Oh god, that'd be horrible. <laughs> jigsaw puzzle fans are often looking for a new challenge, and blue kazoo's one hundred thousand dollar, one hundred thousand pieces of unadulterated azure agony puzzle. God, would take a lifetime to complete. Like how how would you even st- okay so you find have the, the corners e- yeah you find the corners and you find the edges yeah and then do you just literally process want- of elimination <laughs> oh my gosh that would you, just you process of elimination it <laughs> that that just the amount of just sheer oh my god yep and God forbid that two pieces have like the same like nub size and shape because you might like start working on one and then realize it's the wrong set of pieces for that spot oh geez 
That's great. Like, that's a good April Fool's joke. Come on. What is Blue Kazoo anyway? Oh, it's a bunch of puzzles. They do jigsaw puzzles. That's cool. <clears throat> oh, they got some really impressive puzzles in here. Oh, God, they have a jigsaw puzzle that is literally the color spectrum. Well, then. that's it. It's just it's just like all the colors. It's called Gradient, and it's a thousand pieces. Oof. That looks painful. Oh, my God. Some of these are. Oh, God. Oh, Andy. Hang on. And see, this is why companies do this. Like, it drives people to their site. It drives people to pay attention. I wouldn't have looked at this without seeing their April Fool's joke. So many color spectrums. <laughs> yep. But, like, I know that my sister-in-law loves puzzles. Like, absolutely loves puzzles. And I might, I could see giving this to her for, like, Christmas or her birthday. The Earth, Moon, and Sun Jigsaw Puzzle Collection. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, that one's fun. Where it's a mashup of Starry Night and The Wave. Mm-hmm. Thousand Piece. Oh, my God. They actually have three puzzles that are just a single color. Black, white, and red. Oof. They're only a thousand pieces, not a hundred thousand pieces. <laughs> only, only a thousand pieces. But it's, oh my god. And there are pictures of people who have completed them. Massive levels of calm are required to solve this puzzle. I got the white one finished on my twelfth try. These are tough puzzles. Yeah, I bet. This took a week. That just seems mean. <laughs> Check it out. Buy one for yourself. Buy one no. for an enemy. Yeah. They might be making this blue one. I'm not sure. <laughs> you might think this would be like doing a hundred one thousand piece puzzles. Challenging, but doable. No. Well, actually, it's kind of like that if they are 100 of the exact same puzzle and all jumbled together. <clears throat> all right. So if you didn't pay attention to April Fool's, mm -hmm. did you pay attention? Oh, God, TaskRabbit made a they, they've Task Rabbits. <laughs> their their April Fool's is that when you get a person to do a task, it comes with a rabbit. A Customers task. can relax and play with the bunny while the tasker focuses on the job at hand. There's a, a literal task rabbit. OK. Okay, so if again, if you if you didn't pay attention to April Fools, fine, lame, but fine. Um, what what did you pay attention to this week? Probably not um, the NCAA tournament because I know what your bracket looked like, <laughs> and it does not look like what the actual bracket looks like. Well, hold on, let me just see. Okay, did did Gonzaga win? Gonzaga did win the final game is gonzaga and baylor both ranked one so like woo! so see. thrilling ucla uh, got really far yeah <laughs> i uh got um currently ranked 62nd out of 207 i mean it puts you in the top third yeah so grats yeah yeah but like nope <laughs> yeah nope nope I, i'm literally there's nothing else i can do i'm i'm is out because is I, that the best you're going to do yeah 
that is the best time I can do is 60 seconds. So, well, not a good year for you, sir. Nope. You've you've been much higher than that previously. Yes, yes I have. Let's see. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 27, 28, 28 wrong. Out of 64? Yes. I mean, you got half of them right. If you got 28 out of 64 wrong, you got 38 right, or Mm -hmm. 36 right. Yep. So, like, grats? Yeah, it it was okay. So, wait, if... If you pick the entire thing randomly, like the entire thing, if you pick it randomly, isn't the expected outcome that you get half of them right? Well, I don't, I don't know, because incorrect answers compound. Right, right, because you, you pick them all at once. Okay, so what is the expected outcome for a randomly picked... of randomly picked... NCAA bracket. Yeah, I know there's 9.2 quintillion. I know the odds of picking the perfect one is 1 in 9.2. That's not what I'm asking. I don't care about a perfect bracket. It's just, yeah, I want to know, you know, what are the, what's the expected outcome if you just randomly, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to just build a thing to do it and check. The 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 question then becomes, though, is like, okay, you know, if you... Yes, you would randomly pick every once in a while a 16 over a 1. That'd be yep. the dumbest random number pick ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I want to know, if you pick everything randomly, what is your expected number of correct guesses? Because the first round, that's easy, right? Yeah. You should have, there's 32 games, you should have 16 of them correct. Yep. The second round, you... Okay. See, here's where it gets weird, because in the second round, you have 16 games. Mm-hmm. Each game, it depends, right? If if it's if both of the original, if both of the teams that you pick to get into the second round get in the second round, then it's a 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. But you don't know how many games in the second round had the correct pick. There's a one in four chance per game that you have the correct teams, right? Yes. So of that one in four chance, you now have a 50% chance to pick the correct winner. So it's is that just 0.5 times 0.25? You're the math guy right now. <laughs> uh, calc. Where's my calculator? So 0.5 times 0.25 is 0.125. So you have a 12% chance of picking the winner of the second round. And there are 16 games in the second round. Mm-hmm. You, you should have two correct winners, I think, at the end of the second round. Okay. Oh, but no, because it, it's different than that, because you don't need to get both of them correct Two of them that are perfect in the second round 
would continue to be perfect. You'd pick the winner. But of all the games where you had incorrect teams going in, you could still pick the winner. So that's only a 25. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? See, at this point, this is when I say, fuck it, and just write a program to do it. And say, like, here's a correct way of doing it. Go and make a 100,000 fake ones where you're just picking randomly and tell me how many of them are correct. Not even how many of them are correct. How many, like, what is the average correct guesses? Yeah, all of this stuff is like, how many perfect brackets are there? What are things that could happen more often than a perfect bracket? What is a perfect bracket? What's the one 9.2 trillion? Like, in A, I don't care. You're not answering the question I am asking here, Google. I mean, the the obvious answer is just it doesn't matter who actually wins if you're guessing randomly, right? Yeah. So I could just say, like, the first team always wins, and that is my perfect bracket to compare against. Sure. Now go run a simulation and just see how often or what, how many of them are correct in each one. I'm surprised that you don't have that answer, Andy. Because <sighs> that's, that's a lot... <laughs> That's a lot more math. Nah, nah, you just write a program to do it at that point. Screw the math. I'm sure I've talked about that on the show, that, like, for one of my um, statistics and probability classes, my, my professor gave us the glass rod problem. You take a glass rod, you drop it, it breaks in two places. What's the probability that you can make a triangle out of that? Out of the th- ooh. Yeah, Keeping that one- in mind that... To make a triangle, any two sides have to be longer than the third side. Yeah, that one requires a program to do, which would be easy to do. No, we, we did it, like, we, we did the proof of it afterwards, and it actually makes perfect sense when you think about it. But knowing the answer makes thinking about it a hell of a lot easier. I did write a program to solve it, though. I just did it experimentally. I dropped a million glass rods and then looked at how many times I could make a triangle. Would you like to know the answer? Sure. One in four. Oh, okay. Yep. It is exactly a 25% probability, which makes sense, because break a single stick into two. Okay, I have a short piece and a long piece. Cool. And it doesn't matter where it breaks, right? It's got to be, like, somewhere in there. And even if it's the the... If the break is on the left side of the half, cool. That's exactly the same as if the break were in the equal spot on the right side of the half. Right? So, cool. I break in one place. So then it's really the second break that matters. And it's it's, it turns out that it's a 25% chance that the two pieces are going to be bigger than the third piece. So, it's a one out of four. It is exactly 25% of the time. Now I need to think about how I want to model (laughs) a bracket. And program that and have it check. I don't even know where to go from this one. I mean, we've got plenty of topics. We should yeah. probably talk about those. Um, uh, Video Game Chronicle news website. Yeah, VGC. Yep. Uh, posted a story about a new map for Call of Duty Warzone that got leaked. Okay. The article or the map? They They posted an article about the map that got leaked. Okay. Right? Because they didn't leak it. No, they didn't leak it. But they posted an article going, hey. Was the article 
about the map or was the article about the fact that the map got leaked? The first footage of Call of Duty's new Warzone map has been revealed in a leaked live action advert for the game's next season. So it's about the leak. Yes. Okay. Activision um, basically <laughs> put up a DMCA claim about the video that was embedded in the story, which was the link to um, the original leak. And the embedded uh, video got taken down due to copyright claims by Activision Publishing. And the Video Game Chronicle uh, Twitter account was temporarily locked out due to a DMCA claim from Activision. So Activision DMCA'd legitimate news coverage of the leak. I mean, I feel like that has gone a bit too far. <laughs> just a just a little bit. Right? Like way too far? Yeah. Posted posted a news article about a leak including, "Hey, here's the video of the, you know, of the leak and everything else and getting it taken down <laughs> by the publisher." And then getting your your official outlet Twitter account locked due to said DMCA claim. Right. Oh, Activision. So sad. Did Oh, yeah. Did Activision or Blizzard do any April Fool's jokes this year? Oh, I'm sure Blizzard did. Let me check. Blizzard, April Fool's 2021. Because they always do, right? <clears throat> Um, Overwatch gets heroes get googly eyes for April Fool's Day. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's Wowhead's April Fool's, which are not Wow's April Fool's. Uh, Blizzard Overwatch had April some Fools joke, a, joke patch notes. Universe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Overwatch's April Fool's Day joke is an evil universe version of the game. The Dark Mirror version of the FPS. <clears throat> Full patch notes. Here we go. Here we go. Overwatch patch notes. Um, ba -ba -ba. Let's see. I mean, I'm sure these are funny to people who know. <laughs> Diva, call mech. Now deals 600 damage to enemies on impact and the charge cost reduced by 30%. You just call down your mech and do massive AoE. Genji's cybernetics are fueled by the blood of his foes. <clears throat> Storm arrows now ricochet off the environment. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some April Fool's stuff for Overwatch. It looks like the rest of the company was pretty quiet, though. I mean, for goodness sakes, the amount of bugs that are in the Hearthstone release have just been, ugh, bad enough. New content for WoW, the Winter Queen's Gambit. <laughs> See what you did there. I see. Diablo 2 had a cartoon graphics pack release. Uh, what's this? Yeah. No, there's there's some stuff. Blizzard did a, f a few things. Nothing like super impressive. April Fool's Mercy Spotlight on Heroes of the Storm. Okay, let's see. What other video game news do we have on here? Um, PAX East has been canceled. Aww. Due to COVID-19. I mean, then, that, yeah. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like in late July. April, right? Yeah. Uh, still a little too soon. We're getting there. We're getting so close. Yeah. 
Andy, we're getting so close. I had my first shot like two weeks ago. I get my next shot a week from today. So in like a month from today, I'm good to go. What is Michigan at? What is the name of that subreddit? Ah, coronavirus Michigan. Okay, let's see. Just Michigan vaccine. Come on. Come on, phone. Okay, in Michigan, 16.4% fully uh, immunized. Uh, 22.9%, which these all include the previous group in them. Mm Mm-hmm. So 22.9% fully vaccinated, but not immunized. Uh, We're at 28.9% for 80% effectiveness. So that's a single dose of Pfizer after two weeks or Moderna. Mm -hmm. And uh, looks like received at least one dose is 37.6% of the state. Cool. Has received one dose. We're getting there. Right? Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Is there a listing of how close we are to the two, was it 200 million? That was Biden's new goal? Yeah. Um, who the heck would have that? What, the CDC maybe? Possibly. We met our goal for 100 million on day 58. We want 200 million by 100 days. Uh, let's see. COVID-19 vaccinations in the United States, according to the CDC, 161,688,422 doses. Oh, that's total doses have been administered. Uh, 104 million have had at least one dose total. Good. Fully vaccinated in the U.S., 59.8 million total. So 18% of total population is fully vaccinated. Woo! Oh, man. All right. So I went to my friends today to play Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. And they live across the street from some tennis courts. Mm-hmm. And as I drive by the tennis courts, they are filled. There are about 12 people in there. And there's only like three courts. So there are 12 people in there all hanging out together, talking together, no one wearing masks. They're all right next to each other. They are all in their late 60s and early 70s. And I'm like, oh, the boomers got vaxxed. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they're just kind of like out there doing their thing. Yep. Boomers gonna boom and boomers got vaxxed. Yep. <clears throat> uh, all right. Before I go on, Monk, uh, Monk, Blizzard, World of Warcraft. Okay. Patch notes. New mastery, Savasana. All monks have transcended to an elevated state of being where the answers to all problems are beyond the needs for violence. Monk characters are prevented from casting any damage dealing abilities or using any attacks whatsoever. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Paladin, lay on hands no longer causes your hands to get all tingly and numb, and then you wake up and shake them and they feel weird. (laughs) Rogues who save their sap can now make it into a nice syrup. (laughs) Seed of Corruption, the Warlock spell, must now be planted in the correct time of year and moisture, or else it will become the flower pot of disappointment. (laughs) 
WoW Classic. Following a tremendous amount of feedback, we're happy to announce that WoW Classic now comes in three new old flavors. WoW Orange Vanilla, Cherry WoW Classic, Diet Dr. Classic. <laughs> um, EA. <laughs> Sorry, has- one last one. One last one. I got to because you used to play a hunter. Do you remember playing a hunter, Andy? Yes, I remember playing a hunter. Beast Mastery Hunters whose pets do 70% or more of the player's total damage, are now given a comfy bench to sit on during fights. <laughs> this is, there's some really good ones in here. Uh, I like this. All right, sorry, go on. What were you saying? EA Sports. <laughs> yeah, it's in the game. Uh, has now revealed a new long-term deal with PGA to finally create a new PGA Tour game. I saw something about this on Penny Arcade. Let me go look that up real quick because they they were making fun of it. Um, well, the, the, the funny bit is um, that 2K announced earlier this month that they had acquired the developer of PGA Tour. OK, so 2K bought the company that made the latest the last game. And they also announced at the time that they had a long term exclusive partnership with Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's that's what they were talking about. So EA says, yeah, we're going to do a new PGA game, but we don't have the team that did it. And we don't have Tiger Woods, who has been the face of the game for. Yeah, forever. So what what is EA actually saying that they're going to do? Well, they've got the licenses for like the actual golf courses. Yes. Yes, they do. But yeah. That's that's about it. They've 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 got the partnership with the PGA, but they don't have anything else. And there's like better things now. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. we'll we'll see how this goes. Two K's got the the team and Tiger. EA's got the PGA. I mean, good luck. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um. Somebody supposedly had a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers in their desk drawer since 1986. Never been touched. Cool. So they How put much it is up that worth. Well, they put it up for auction and it sold for $660,000. How much? $660,000. Wow. Wow. Yep. That's intense there was uh there was proxy bidding before the live auction even started proxy bidding had the game up at three hundred and seventy two thousand dollars even before the actual auction started <laughs> yeah i just had a yeah i just had this box sitting in my desk drawer for you know 35 years found it and said you know what maybe this is actually worth something <laughs> just just maybe just maybe worth something, possibly worth six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's that's a lot of money. Yep, that's a disturbingly amount of money, like high amount of money. Yes. Uh, Operation Chicken Drumstick. The fuck is that? Uh, a collaborative effort between the Chinese police and Tencent to basically shut down what they're calling the biggest ever <laughs> video game cheat ring. Mm-hmm. What games? Uh, whatever was popular. They're name-dropping Overwatch and Call of Duty Mobile. Okay. 
And this was a, what, like a, a software development, like we sell cheats or was yeah. it like eight yeah. bots or was it like we will grind for you like a gold farm? No, this is, this is all <laughs> um, cheats for the games. You, you could pay um, subscription prices for this. Okay. Anywhere from $10 a day to $200 a month. And uh, roughly $76 million in revenue was made by the organization, which charged the subscription fee to clients. $76 million. How many Super Mario Brothers games could you buy with that? <laughs> About 140 the police seized $46 million worth of assets, including this whole big, huge line of luxury sports cars. Because nothing, you know, says, I'm trying to be subtle than a lime green, you know, supercar. The police found, found and destroyed 17 cheats, which that part makes me just go, no, no, you, you, you destroyed 17 copies of the cheats. Wait, wait, oh my god. Yeah, you can't just destroy the cheat unless you change the code. Yeah. Right, the thing that it's using to cheat. Yep. So yeah, ten people were uh, arrested in connection with this syndicate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, roughly $76 million in revenue for cheating in video games. Is that, I think that's the rest of my... Oh, Sony buys Evo Tournament? Really? Yeah. They wanted it, and they took it. They bought it, the whole thing. Lock, stock, and barrel. Well, that's one way to get your foot in the eSports game. Yep. Just buy a massively successful tournament that already exists. Okay. Uh, That's that's unfortunate. Uh, Non-video game news. Yes. Trains. Trains. Choo-choos. Speaking of lock, stock, and barrel, makes me think of planes, trains, and automobiles, trains, Amtrak, and the new proposal based on this infrastructure plan. Yes, Biden's infrastructure plan, which still, you know, is basically just on paper until Congress actually does something. But Amtrak said, hey, with the $80 billion that's in the plan allocated specifically to rail... Amtrak put out a map with the um, new service plan for them. Uh, Dave, if you're looking at this map, anything that's a light blue is brand new rail. Yep, I'm and, aware. <laughs> and the uh, the yellow sections are the proposed improved service rails. So it looks like you might be getting a train stop, Dave. Choo-choo, motherfucker! (laughs) The train has no brakes. It goes from Minneapolis to Milwaukee by way of Madison. You know what this looks like on this map? You know how if you put in a um, Google Maps direction thing, you say, like, drive me from Minneapolis to Madison, and then you accidentally (laughs) click and drag the thing to add a stop? That's what it looks like. It looks like someone had Minneapolis to Milwaukee and then accidentally dragged the stop into Madison. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. (laughs) And you got this random thing that goes up to Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay needs trains too. Yes, that is true. 
Detroit to Toledo. Now that I'm looking at more than just Wisconsin, adding a line from Detroit to Toledo could be pretty big. Yes, because there currently is none. I remember we took the train to visit (laughs) somebody at New York City. And it was actually faster for us to drive down from Ann Arbor down to uh, Toledo and grab the train in Toledo. Because if we if we grabbed the train in Ann Arbor, we would have to have taken the train all the way back to Chicago. And then had to take another train from Chicago to Toledo into New York, which that seemed a bit ridiculous. Yeah. So we just drove down to Toledo, picked up the train there in like the middle of the night, too, which was weird, and took that into uh, New York City. But that, that yeah, that's a, that was a surprise. Oh, yeah. Detroit, Toledo. Makes sense. Yeah. Also, Detroit, Toronto. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Having a train, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I could take Madison over to Milwaukee and then just straight down to Louisville. Yeah, the whole city of the whole state of Kentucky just seems to be void of rails. Yes. So, yes, Amtrak has already gone. Okay, if you're going to give us money, here's our plan already. 30 plus new routes. So that should be good to see. I'm very curious what they mean by the the whole Michigan connection, getting the uh, getting the upgraded service. Mm hmm. What color was what? Light blue was new service. Yellow yeah. is the enhanced services. <clears throat> okay. Where they'd upgrade the line. I'm guessing, yes. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, enhanced services in Michigan, New York, the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff coming out of Chicago. New enforcement tool for Amtrak's existing right to preference over freight trains to ensure our riders arrive on time. That oh right yes. there. Yes, that's <laughs> worth it. 100%. That's worth it. Right right then and there. Yeah, that, that's what's worth it right there. Um, so also in the broad, or not the, the infrastructure bill, mm-hmm. was a section for broadband. Hey, I'm interested in broadband. Yes. With a heavy emphasis on municipal ISPs and nonprofits, to try and increase high-speed broadband to every American, mm-hmm. not relying on Verizon and AT&T. AT&T and Comcast. Yeah, Biden's plan prioritizes support for broadband networks owned, operated by, or affiliated with local governments, nonprofits, and co-ops. Providers with less pressure to turn profits and with a commitment to serving entire communities, which the um, national... Uh, cable and television association, which you know represents Comcast, Charter, Cox, other cable companies, said that the that idea is a serious wrong turn. <laughs> really? Yes. And and what is their reasoning and explanation for that? Um, the White House has elected to go big on broadband infrastructure, but it risks taking a serious wrong turn in disregarding decades of successful policy by suggesting that the government is better suited than private sector technologies to build and operate the Internet. I feel like the, the private sector technologists, we've tried to get them to build a better Internet. 
And I, f- I feel they, like that. They don't th- want to. They don't want to. No. They, they keep avoiding doing so. Biden is mistakenly lumping our successful modern digital networks with our decaying roads, bridges, waterways, and electrical grids. America's broadband has been a reliable workhorse as millions of Americans have millions of Americans have worked, learned, and stayed connected from home during the pandemic. Simply put, the high caliber of our broadband networks keep millions of Americans safe and will continue to revolutionize work, healthcare, education, and more. I'm trying to say that with a straight face, and it's really hard to do. <laughs> oh, it's really easy, Andy, if you cash checks from the telecoms. Oh, yes, that's true. Yes, the, the great broadband infrastructure that we've got here in America is just great. Uh, how are we doing on time? Um, uh, we could probably hit the randoms whenever. Anything right. on here that we you want to just... talk about? Oh, was there anything else? SN11 blew up. Yep, which nobody saw because there was pea soup thick fog. Uh, SN12, 13, and 14 are getting skipped. Yep. SN15 is getting stacked. As we speak, which means we'll probably roll out in a week or so. (laughs) Yep. They're getting faster at rolling them out. There were two launches in March. Yep. That's one at the very beginning and one at the very end, but there were two launches in March. Which is just nuts. Yep. Um, Crew 2 is going to... December, gonna, February, March, March. Crew 2 is going to be launching this month. With people? Yes. Cool. Let's see. Yeah. Two NASA astronauts, one Japan astronaut, and one uh, European astronaut. We'll be launching supposedly on April 22nd at 6.11 a.m. Eastern Time. So set your alarm clock for that one. Nope. (laughs) Nope. On a Thursday? Thursday launch at 6 a.m.? Nope. Yeah, no. Uh, That's 5 a.m. here. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's even more nope. That's that's right around nope (laughs) o'clock. All right, so, oh, last thing I want to talk about is, um, just quickly, WOW Internet uh, is introducing data caps, and they were comparing their data caps to slices of pizza in the email. Uh-huh. Yes. and you Slices know, of pizza. Slices of pizza, yes. Okay. That's not a great start, is there? No. A, a worse turn? Um, the email says, now let's say you're not full after your slice of pizza and you grab another. That extra slice is like a data overage. Don't worry. We got extra pizza just in case. If you exceed your data allowance, we'll automatically apply increments of 50 gigabytes for $10 to your account for the remaining current calendar month, which, um, the, the internet is not a, it's not a pizza. No, you, you can't. It's according. To to um, oh God, the late great the late great Ted Kennedy Ted Stevens Ted Stevens right it's 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 uh, not a big truck right it's a, no it's a series of tubes yes it's definitely not a pizza no you you cannot run out of internet bandwidth the the pizza just is always there so yeah so Wow Internet is adding a data cap to their plan 
and to tell your customers about it, you compare it to pizza. Not not the best <laughs> way to announce it, I think. No, no, definitely not. So, yep, that's that that one fell flat. All right, random review. My review. Your review. Um, I'm not sure how we 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 got on this topic at some point, but some point in this podcast we had talked about eggs. Uh, burgers. Burgers. Okay, yes, putting an egg on a burger. Yeah, we talked about how I was making uh, Australian-style burgers, which means you have a burger with, like, beetroot and pineapple and a fried egg. And then you made one, but you complained about the eggs. Yes. Well, my brother heard that and, out of the blue, sent me a pack of egg rings, which... Um, what a nice brother. Yes. So I'm I'm reviewing <laughs> the egg rings. Um the 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 first thing is this ring is not entirely flat. Right. So like uh, the excuse me, the base of it is not flat. Yes. So the egg can get out? Yes. Okay. So the the egg leaks a little bit, but you know, okay. once the once the, the once the bottom of the egg cooks, it kind of just, you know, then can seal With it like in. Like a, a pastry ring work for that? Like one of those ring cutters? Uh, I think that's basically what this thing is, just with a little foldable handle on it. Ah. Um, uh, the ones he got me were the three-inch diameter ones, which um, is a little small for jumbo size eggs. Like, I, I put a jumbo egg in here, and this thing was full to the brim. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is the fact that, okay. God forbid like, you get an egg with a double yolk. Oh, geez. Well, no, because the egg, it, that would still be all contained inside. I know. It was a joke. It was just a yolk. But um, um, this thing claims it is nonstick. That is a lie. <laughs> oh, man. The meme is just like right there. Right? Like that is, I can see the meme and I can't see things. I can't visualize things, but I can see, I know the meme. I like, I've got the, the representation of it in my mind. The guy sitting there is like, this turned out to be a lie. (laughs) Yes. You said he's got the papers in front of like, you said that you're nonstick. This turned out to be a lie. Yes. Um, so yeah, the first time I tried it, it was, it just got stuck in there. And I had to like try and cut the thing out with a with a knife, which didn't work all that well. So then I tried to 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 oil it up with some vegetable oil, and that still did not work. Um, you would like hitting it with some Pam, some nonstick. I could spray it with Pam if you really want to. I hate using Pam though. Um, what we've got now is basically just like olive oil in a small spr- uh just spritzer bottle. Mm-hmm. Works out pretty well. Um, but so, yeah, I cooked the bottom of the egg and I'm still like sitting here waiting for this thing to cook. And the bottom of the egg is is done like it is done and it is almost overdone. And the rest of the egg <clears throat> is not done yet at all because it's keeping it all centered. Yeah. Do you have to cook it at a lower temperature, maybe? <laughs> Well, if I cook it at a lower temperature, I, I'm going to, ha- you know, what I tried to do 
is this thing's got a little bit of a foldable handle. So I tried to fold the handle down as much as possible and put a lid on there to try and almost like steam it. I mean, couldn't you literally put a lid over the thing? Well, the handle. Yeah. Um, if you if you try and put the handle like flat enough to to put a lid over the thing, that the handle actually like pokes into the egg. Ah. So what if you cut the handle off? Well, then you don't have a handle anymore. <laughs> yes. Does there need to be a handle? I feel like there needs to be a handle on this thing if you're trying to. You know, pick it up off of the, uh, off Use of the a spatula. Yeah. So the things, yeah, had kind of had to like spatula underneath it, and then lift the whole thing up. It was, it's an interesting concept. I've tried it a couple of times, and I still haven't figured out the hand, the the hang of it. Okay. So, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not feeling the egg ring, and I'm trying to think of like, okay. okay you know, when would I use, you know, when do I want just a one egg? Which was, you know, okay, maybe when we're doing pancakes or, you know, when we were doing the burgers on the on the stove, that was fine. But now the burgers are out on the grill, which this this doesn't, eggs eggs on a grill don't work. No, well, but they can. They can, they can yes, if I, if I get a griddle out there, which, yes, I do actually have cast iron griddle that I could yep. start to, you know, use. But it, I feel like this was a lot more work to try and cook an egg than the result I got out of it. Yeah. So maybe if it was like a four inch and we used large eggs rather than jumbo, then maybe it would actually, you know, cook quicker. So you need, you need to get a smaller egg? You need to get a smaller <clears throat> egg. But then I also still think I might need a bigger ring than the three inch ring here. Three and a half, maybe a four. And then I think four inches is still, you know, small enough to fit on the burger, but then not as, you know, thick once you crack the egg into the ring. So maybe if I find a four inch, we could try it out and see. But these these egg ring things are, it seems like a lot of work for not. Seriously, wouldn't a little like pastry cutter work just as well? Yeah, if I have some of those on hand. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't have any real, you know. I see. That sort of pastry cutout stuff. I could, ooh, I could make like a gingerbread man egg. What? With like a cookie cutter maybe, right? <laughs> I, I suppose, yeah, actually. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about that either until just now. You put an egg in a cookie cutter. I presume so. That's basically what this is. This is just a big three-inch ring cookie cutter sort of looking thing. Yep. So, yeah, egg rings. A lot of work. Okay. So. Not not a great product. No, not really, not really digging it. But still nice of your brother to give it to you. Yes. No, that was that was a bit of a surprise. When it showed up, I'm sitting going like, okay, there's there's two people I think who could get the <laughs> who could do who, who would do this who would do this. I think I think I sent a message to you, right? Going, is this you? You did. Oh no. Okay. Well, let's um, let's just. <laughs> well then, moving on. Moving on. Egg rings. Too much hassle. Yeah. Random I, topic. I, yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Aaron. What would be your reaction if a UFO? Aaron. Just, I, Aaron. 
Like, why? <laughs> Go ahead, read it. Okay. What would be your reaction if a UFO landed in your front yard, out walks Hans, he gives you a penny, and then he hops back in and flies off? I think my reaction would be to go to my cell phone, take a couple pictures of this thing flying off and leaving my front yard, and then calling Hans's cell, or like, yeah, Hans's cell phone, and be like, Aaron, hi, did you just stop by my house? Remember how we talked about that there's a nice psychiatric hospital down the road from me? Yep. <laughs> you, you just walk over to that. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, it's not, you know, Elvin and the Chipmunks, but still, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I'd call. I'd call Aaron. Then I'd call you and I'd be like, Andy. Uh, I think Aaron's on his way to your place. <laughs> just just so you're aware. By the way, he's flying something <laughs> that something. I, I have no idea what it is. Because <laughs> it's literally an unidentified flying object. You see, he wouldn't be able to land in the front yard. He could land on the driveway. Because our front yard is kind of over, you know, there's a, there's a maple tree. <laughs> kind of takes over most of the front yard. Yeah. So he would have to land. Yeah, he'd have to land on the driveway. Which still, that, you know. <clears throat> still, UFO landing on my front driveway would be like, hmm, hmm. Like, what's going on? Walks out Hans, gives me a penny, turns around and walks back and just leaves. Yeah. Drive over to that psychiatric ward. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I think I'd still call Aaron and be like, um you want to talk about this? What just happened? That's all I all I get from you is a penny? I'm not looking for more money. I'm looking for more interaction, Aaron. Just more questions than answers. Yeah. Lots of questions. <laughs> no answers. All we have is a penny. Yeah, something's going on. I'm I'm would not be in a mindset to, to figure it all out, so I'm just gonna just chill for a bit. Yeah. 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 Even if I try and explain that to other people, why why are you at the psychiatric hospital? Well, my uh, childhood friend stopped by my house in a UFO, gave me a penny, and then just left. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, that that's that would probably be the answer to it. Okay. Let's let's get you all signed. Let's unpack in. that a little bit. Oh, dear. I, I don't even know how to end after that. It's just... Yep. Yep. Let's... Okay. Sure. Yep. All right. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>